1: Do this Brutus. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, we have a powerful episode, and now a man that would literally walk 5,000 miles, Mike DJ Rez.
0: Hello, Dags. Hello, amazing friends. We are going to have a very powerful podcast by the old gods and the new.
1: Powerful show today. We are going to be talking about the Witcher, I mean, House of the Dragon, new, uh, <laughs> new powerful prequel to Game of Thrones. Also, we are going to reminisce, we're going to talk about a powerful concert me and Micro DJ Rez saw, Sticks and REO Speedwagon. Now, Micro DJ Rez, we were at the state fair, the Minnesota state fair, a powerfully hot day, hot and humid, and we saw a powerful concert of Sticks and REO Speedwagon.
0: That is correct, eggs we, we enjoyed our company together, or at least I enjoyed my company with you.
1: Oh, wait, Excellent.
0: How does that go? Anyway.
1: We were good yes. company.
0: Yeah, it, it was hot, but uh, the night was beautiful. It was clear. Uh, the beer was cold. The 60-year-old women were wearing skimpy clothes. Whoa. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, the people behind us kept drinking their small bottles of liquor and dropping them under my seat yes Uh, it was it was a good time had by all. i don't know why they were sneaking in alcohol i mean other than the fact they didn't want to spend ten dollars on a beer but i guess the when when you like fireball you like fireball that's all i gotta say yes
1: it's classy fireball is a classy booze
0: it is it really is the
1: gals in minnesota like it
0: (laughs) what's with that it's like pumpkin spice and fireball that's two seasons in minnesota it
1: is yeah and uh white zinfandel
0: Oh yeah, our white claw. That was big. Actually, well, in it's... the
1: '80s, because we're on a retro theme right now, it was white zin. Back in the day, the, the ladies liked the white zin, even though it wasn't white in color.
0: Isn't that the, the box wine, right?
1: <laughs> oh, it it's came in a box. It came in a bottle. It came in oh. a glass. It came in a jar. It doesn't oh. matter. White zinvidel, powerful. Yes. Now, micro DJ Rez, Let's paint the picture we are at the minnesota state fair mm-hmm. millions of people there we are on the mm-hmm. grandstand which used to be a racetrack
0: right and before that they used to do uh train demolitions
1: yes they uh, literally when ran when The yes, fair was open <laughs> they literally ran trains together like gomez um,
0: uh, can you imagine being a steam locomotive engineer and during the state fair, your job was to drive your train into another train. <laughs> yes, just doesn't seem right, but it's funny.
1: No, it's powerful. So we're up in the grandstands where Micro DJ Res got us powerful seats right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Now I was telling Micro DJ Res when we were there that you actually want to be up. You you think you want to be on the main floor, but that's literally lower than the stage. So you actually want to be up. That's the perfect view. It's like in a movie theater. The perfect view is halfway up, right in the middle.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, It was. They were good seats. They were high enough where you didn't have to look up, and they were close enough still where you didn't have to look at the screens the entire time to get a good look at what was going on. Actually, if you during the REO set, you really didn't have to really look at the stage. They weren't moving very well.
1: We will talk about that, but one thing. (laughs) I don't like, it's like uh, airplanes now where they try to cram the seats in. Give us a little room.
0: Right. Yeah. There was no seat. There was no room in those seats at all. No. It was kind of kind of made for a, a, that hum- humid night a little bit worse. Yeah. I
1: was, I don't know what like tall, big people do. Just thank God. They me, suffer. <laughs> thank, God, thank God me and uh, Mike or DJ Rez are uh, short. Right. Yes. Because I don't know if, you're, if you were big, I don't know how you would sit through that concert without going nuts. Because <laughs> I was feeling a little claustrophobic.
0: Yeah. And plus, you couldn't help your, your air drumming.
1: No, that's why I actually, yeah, that, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. This is a tip, pro tip. When going to a concert, buy the, the seats on either side of you to fit the air drum kit.
0: Right. Especially at the grandstand.
1: Yes. You should have seen the sound check. I mean, I had my toms going, the hi hat. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> it was a sight to behold. I'm glad I got to see it in person.
1: Yeah. Did you, that was cool to see me rock and roll, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed it. A I, lot. I held back though. Cause the kids were there, but, but trust <laughs> me. If you saw me at a rush concert. Oh powerful. God. Can it's, you imagine you yes. at a rush concert? Oh my oh. God. It's just power. So Mike or DJ Rez, we're at the grandstand. The sun is setting. Thank God the wind was coming through. Oh yeah. That, that to see a concert there is just fantastic. Because you you have the sunset on the one left side of you and then on the right side you have this 155 foot Ferris wheel that has all these cool light patterns on it.
0: Oh yeah. The State Fair at night is one of the best places to be with the lights and the sounds and everything. It's just, it's actually quite amazing. If you're there during the day, it's cool, but at night is probably the best time to be
1: there. Well, it's like two vibes. During the day, it's right. a family vibe, and at night, it's the cool night synth wave vibe. That is true. Because you get all the neon and you get the cool. My favorite part of the night is twilight when the sun's setting, and there's, there's the, the gleam, twilight's last gleaming. I remember uh, one concert that i was at the sun was setting and the moon was rising i mean it was phenomenal whoa yes and if you want to see a powerful picture of this follow us on twitter at amazing pop pod you'll see a powerful picture i took much like judge ito this photo didn't do it justice but it's just a beautiful sunset and you get to see the stage now micro dj Rez, the first band up was Leon. It was a country western. Do they still call it country western?
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah,
1: go ahead. It's retro, so we'll call it country western. Right, yeah. (laughs) What what is your take on that band?
0: They were fine. They weren't anything special. I think the problem is, you know, nobody knows who they are. And because we're Minnesota nice, we cheer them on anyway. But they did some cover songs, which was fine because it fit the vibe of the night. But they should have done more of their own stuff. Cause I only think they did one or two of their own songs out of like the eight they played or what seven they played. But the stuff that they wrote was, you know, was decent. I, you know, I, they, I would have been fine with them playing more of their stuff, but I, I get what it is. You know, they, somebody probably told them you got to play some cover songs. You know, nobody knows you guys. So play some songs, everybody knows, and then you can sprinkle in one or two of yours, you know, give everybody a little bit of a flavor of what you got. And then, and the night with another cover band and pander to the audience.
1: Powerful pandering of Prince, Purple Rain.
0: Yeah. Uh, now the guitarist who sang the song, he played the guitar well. Uh, so I'll give him that, but it's, it's not Prince. I mean, I, I they should have gone with a soul asylum song is what I'm thinking.
1: Yes. Or Gordon Lightfoot. Or Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. Because yeah, wreck they're, of the Edmund yeah, they're in Minnesota. That right. would really get the crowd going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the yes. lead singer is like, we're in Minnesota. We're going to play a song that you all know. It's about your most powerful lake. Get your goomy. Yes. Get your goomy. <laughs> And then go right into Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> We're at the
1: state fair where the living lives on. <laughs> on the big stand. They call the
0: grandstand.
1: It's yes, powerful.
0: Yeah. Get your good, good music. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, they're fine though. It's a warm-up band. Yeah. They,
0: they, don't say,
1: they don't say warm-up anymore. Opening act.
0: Yeah. Opening act. You know, they actually, they were the opening to the opening act. Honestly, yes. I mean, if we're if we're going to go that route,
1: who is that? Wally the Beer Man?
0: Yeah, yeah, Wally. He's just unrecognizable. My God. Well, I recognized him. You did, but you probably have seen <laughs> seen the demise of more oh, than I i am. Powerful.
1: <laughs> you got to admit how well, lucky you we were. We all admit How lucky Mike or DJ Res got to spend an evening with Dags. That's what
0: it's right. I, yeah, that's no, what we should have worn T-shirts. Though. Yes,
1: no. One, <laughs> No opening act, no warm-up band, just an evening with Dags.
0: Right. You know what? we we got we to tell our amazing friends. So prior to this concert, you and I went and made some shorts. So go to our powerful YouTube channel, subscribe, and, and share it. Uh, check out a couple of our shorts. We also did our first Twitter space, uh, yes. which was not a disaster, but there was heavy feedback. And we got to do a real-time sticker giveaway yes. on that Twitter space, which was yes. actually pretty cool. So.
1: So, um, yes, follow us on YouTube, Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Amazing Pop Pod. Instagram, it's all Amazing Pop Culture. Just type it in. We did the, what is it called? I already forgot. The The Twitter Twitter space? Yeah, Twitter space, where we basically go live. We were each on our own phone. Right. (laughs) But we got too close together because we were doing a lot of hugging. Right. Public displays of affection. We don't care. And Mm -hmm. we got feedback.
0: Yeah. I even bought beer in real time. I mean, where else do you get that?
1: No, you got a flight of beer.
0: Yes. How are those beers? Delicious. Thank you for asking. Excellent. Yeah, I did a 15-second beer review on YouTube, so check that short.
1: Oh, my God. The people are loving it.
0: Yeah. It's a good one.
1: It really is. And I I chose a powerfully blue filter. Wasn't that powerful?
0: It was probably the best blue filter I've ever seen. thank you.
1: So... After Leon was Styx, mm-hmm. the Chicago band Styx.
0: Very Chicago theme. Yeah, it was.
1: Concept. Yes, Speedway again is uh, from Champagne, Illinois, I believe. So Styx with no Dennis Young though.
0: No, no Young was on there. They had, uh,
1: a, they had a Filipino singer that was doing the
0: covers. <laughs> yeah it was it was quite journey like i think it was his brother actually
1: <laughs> yes <So. laughs>
0: they were like if they can do it we can do it so what
1: are your thoughts on sticks
0: oh my god what is there uh, it was the best part of the night it, i love sticks they played their hits i mean it's just just was really really good lawrence Goen was playing the key the keyboard with his back to the keyboard he had a rotating platform. They they sound great. Uh, at one point, they had, what, 72 guitars on stage? Yes. Um, it was just, uh, it was awesome. Their drummer, now their drummer, Dags, you and I both said, he was probably the best part of the night.
1: Yeah, Todd Suckerman, yes.
0: Yeah, he was just really good. He was on point. I, I would say the only drummer that's better than him would be Mick Fleetwood, but I'm biased towards Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Um, but he's he's up at that level, for sure.
1: Yes, he's better, so. but that's fine. Anyway, uh, but can you put the camera on him? I mean, the dude is a phenomenal. Everyone in the band's phenomenal. You know, I get it, but but I want an overhead cam of just seeing him working the tom toms.
0: That would have been pretty sweet.
1: Yes. What is your favorite Stick song that they performed?
0: Uh, I like Renegade. Renegade is probably one of my favorite ones, and that was the last encore, which was a good way to end the night. So you got the. Like the the whispering, the soft beginning of that song, and then they just frickin' rock the house on that one. So
1: Yes, I enjoy Mr. Roboto. I was surprised if Mr. Roboto
0: was good. Yeah, Chip, you tell you were telling me. You're like, yeah. oh, they're not gonna play Mr. Roboto anymore. Well, they they, they got
1: this whole thing with Dennis D. Young and in the band split because Dennis D. Young kinda wanted to go more poppy, kind of more show rock tunes kind of stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And 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 the other dudes are more rock and roll, but it's like, it's like sting got to, got back together with the police. Just get to back together for the fans, you know, and you're, you're both going to make a shit ton of money.
0: Right. The Eagles did it. Oh yeah. Fleetwood Mac does it every three years. Yeah. And they all hate each other. (laughs) Yeah. They can't stand each other.
1: (laughs) Yes. I want Steve Perry to get back with journey. Can you imagine that?
0: That would be, I would love to see that. Yes. You know what they should do? Steve Perry gets on stage, they, they keep their other lead singer, and then they switch off lines to every song. So one will sing one line, the other sings the other line to be perfect. But it's funny, though, because that.
1: all they're doing is just they're mimicking. Maybe, maybe sing it the way you would sing it, and that'd be cooler, you know? But yeah. they, they got to keep it the same way. I get that. But I want to see uh, Dennis DeYoung come back. Luckily I, got, luckily, I got to see Dennis DeYoung perform. Guy's got an amazing voice.
0: The best part about Dennis DeYoung not being on stage is he's still getting paid every time they play his songs. So anything that he's written, he's getting paid yeah, for. So Yes. Like Mr. Roboto, he was probably like, screw you guys for playing it, but cha-ching, I'm going to the yes. bank. So
1: And that was probably the first time you ever heard Light Up, right?
0: Yep, that was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the, was the intro isn't was the seeing the coolest? puffs of smoke. Yeah, it was awesome. The puffs of smoke coming up from the crowd during light it up. Yes. Light it, was it light yes. up or light it up. Light up. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was. It was pretty good. And that, that guitar
1: goes. <laughs> down, 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 down. Oh my god! You should have seen my air guitar and air drumming. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Plus the guitar was awesome. Metallic green. Oh my uh,
1: god. Yeah. Just just a powerful evening. And yeah. then R.E.L. Speedwagon.
0: Yeah, so they came out and they're good. I like REO Speedwagon, but man, they should have opened the show because their form of rocking out is not the same. Well, what did I sticks rocking out? Yeah, you said you said that that was probably going to happen yeah, when they should have. Yeah, and uh, so Kevin Cronin still sounds pretty good, which I'm amazed because I was really expecting a a shit show with his voice, uh, just because I had seen a couple of videos after the pandemic was starting to lift and they were going back out on tour and his voice sounded horrible. And yeah. to the point where his daughter was coming out on stage and helping sing some of the songs, but he sounded good.
1: But I mean, I, no, he just
0: I, was like the 70 year old trainer yes. still be the rock no, star. I, mean, I,
1: I, I can't say anything against that. I mean, it was phenomenal. I, yeah. you know, that's another band there. They had the old rock in the seventies and then they switched to, you know, the eighties pop. Right. So a lot of people might remember him from the eighties, kind of poppy, you know, I can't fight this feeling and all that jazz. Right. I, I actually uh like back on the road again where the bassist Bruce Paul uh, Bruce Hall rocked out.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did really good. Remember that yeah, he sang that one too, yes, right?
1: Yeah, that's his song. Yeah. Remember that epic bass intro to it? Yeah. He was just doing that super hard
0: bass. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's from nineteen
1: seventy nine. <laughs> that is really cool. And I also like that. Did you like that cool synth wave uh, intro they did to their one song? Remember they had the cool graphics on there? That cool, oh, yes. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I give them props. They really mixed up the intros on it.
0: They did. They did really well. And then uh, so they, they also pandered to the crowd, um, which was fine. Oh, uh, all the, Neil all Dottie. Did. Yeah, Neil Dottie married a woman from here, the Twin Cities. So this is where he lives. They all do. Yeah. And then Kevin Cronin is like, didn't quite understand that you either call it Minneapolis and St. Paul or the Twin Cities, because he said that he married a woman from the Minneapolis, St. Paul area of the Twin Cities. (laughs) It's like we are that is the Twin Cities. No, no, no.
1: No. So you're going to forgive him for that, right?
0: Oh, I will. But But, it just it sounds funny.
1: No, but here, check this out. And I saw this in person. Prince.
0: You, You heard of Prince, right? Uh, sounds. Yes. it sounds familiar. I hope he does well.
1: Yeah. He was at the St. Paul civic center and he said, Minneapolis, how are you doing tonight? <sighs>
0: See, what a H- how in the
1: serious fuck can that happen? No, seriously. <laughs> you know, Kevin Cronenberg, I don't, I don't give a shit. You're on the road. You know, where are we tonight? Whatever. Right. You know, like Chicago, a lot of times people will call the suburbs, you know, it's like here. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, I get that. That's fine. But you're Prince, you're from Minneapolis, and you're in St. Paul at the St. Paul Civic Center, and you say, Minneapolis, how are you tonight?
0: Yeah, that's, that's just... <laughs> it's fucking <yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> that's more ridiculous. I'll forgive Kevin Cron. <laughs> yes. Yes. He can and have that with These back. are
1: things that you don't see on the internet, but I remember it. The most powerful right. podcast ever created. Once you say something, it's in my data bank. It's in the eggs data bank. Burnt into my hard drive. Oh, man. Oh no, powerful evening at the State Fair. Now, did you see that crowd? How many people were out there?
0: I was gonna say I, it was. If it wasn't a sellout, there was probably like four seats that didn't sell. That
1: just shows you how people are craving rock and roll. Yeah, you know they always say rock is dead. Well, <laughs> you know, me, oh, it's dying. Oh, old people know. You, your your kids were there and they loved it.
0: My kids loved they. Yes. They absolutely loved it. It was actually when I told them we were getting tickets. Um, they were really super excited. They were all for it. But my kids grew up listening to classic rock because that's what my wife and I, you know, had them listen to. You know, we we always changed it up quite a bit. But you know, they're they're into the REO, the Boston Fleetwood Mac, the Beatles, every everything that is a classic rock uh, band. They grew up listening to, so they were they were all for us for this.
1: It was just the ultimate evening. Powerful. Yeah powerful food powerful people powerful music
0: it's fun when when sticks was really starting to rock out and we were starting to rock out everybody was into it the crowd was into it it was it was really fun no, but it, they should have ended the night god i just wish they would have ended. would have been a great way to end the night
1: i think it should have been one band leaving you always want to leave the crowd wanting more
0: so right i
1: saw one years ago i don't even remember what it was it was like journey reo and and Def Leppard is like way too much. <laughs> like, dude, it was like four hours or whatever I sat through. I'm like, no, I can't. So it should oh. have been a warm up band, you know, or my evening. I like the evening idea. I've seen bands like evening with rush sticks. Sure. Sticks has a million albums, dude. Mm-hmm. There was a ton of songs they didn't play. They could have done the whole night and everyone would have been
0: happy. Yeah. No, I have you beat. You think four hours is long. Oh. I went to the, George Strait Country Music Fest at the metrodome back in 1999. It was 50 bucks, all general admission. With even floor seats, everything was general admission. It was 50 bucks, but it was uh, Leanne Womack, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. Uh, there was somebody else that opened up before Leanne Womack, and then George Strait. And we left in the middle of George Strait. We were there for probably 10 hours, and George Strait was still playing. So we were like, that's it. We've had enough. Yes. <laughs> it's like there's only so much drunk cowboys we yeah, can deal you, with. You
1: said, faith, no more.
0: Uh, yeah, right. Faith, no more. Yeah, that's Is it. What I said. No, I would, yeah. It's that's like, the uh, concert that Leanne Womack waved at me twice. Wow. So I was the only person in the section standing up and waving, and she came to that side of the stage and she pointed at me both times. And then you so, found
1: out it was the dude behind you. She was waving. Right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Micro DJ yeah. yes. Powerful segue alert. We went from rock and roll, to swords and sorcery. Tell us about House of the Dragon.
0: Yeah, I always say it wrong too. I always want to say House it's, of Dragon. It should just be House oh. of Dragon, right? Dragon uh, House. House of the. Right, uh, House of the Dragon is the new television series. It's the prequel to Game of Thrones. It's on HBO and HBO Max. It's the second show in the franchise uh, by George R.R. R. Martin uh, and Ryan Condal. So both series um, are based on the "A uh, Song of Fire and Ice novels uh, that Martin and Condal and some other dudes wrote. And uh, this is taking place like 178 years before the events of Game of Thrones. It is... Uh, Follows the House Tigarian. Is it Targaryen or Targaryen? I can't remember which one. Uh, Targaryen. Targaryen. House Targaryen. Yeah. So they, uh, it follows that house. Uh, two episodes are out, and we've already got boobs galore. Um, we have murder, violence, blood. Um, there's going to be some backstabbing more. And we already have you know, people with the same last names. Of everybody from Game of Thrones, because they have to throw that in there too. So you see descendants of those characters uh in this movie. And it's about who's gonna who's gonna who, or who's got the rightful heir to the uh iron iron throne, you know, the one that's made of swords. But there's plenty of dragons in this one. So if you're a dragon person, uh you get dragons. Um you also get uh, you know, like I said, lots of concubines and uh, you get a lot of Porcupines. Porcupines, a lot of bloodthirsty wine uh, or something. I don't know. But you are uh, you got the king who is named after... Well, they should tell you in the first one that the, the king in the beginning doesn't have a rightful heir. So it comes down to two different people. Uh, one woman, one man. They, Of course, the council chooses the man. And you now he chooses his daughter as his rightful heir because his wife can't deliver him a son. So it gets a little... Gets a little crazy, and it's uh, very Games of Thrones-ish. So if you're into Games of Thrones, you're going to like this one quite a bit.
1: What were your thoughts? What did you think?
0: Uh, it's okay. I'm not a huge Game of Thrones guy. I got through the third season, not even the whole third season, actually. Probably three or four episodes in, and I'm okay, I've had enough. Um, I get why people like it. I guess I don't, I don't know why. I, it just got to be too much. I was trying to cram... Seven seasons in before, or six seasons, whatever it was, before the last season aired. And I think I just burned myself out. So maybe this will be better because I, I don't have to burn myself out. I can watch it as I come out.
1: What were your favorite characters on this show?
0: You know, I really dig the main character, the main female character who was named the heir to the throne. And her name is, uh, I think that's Millie Alcock, and she plays R- Rhaenyra, yeah. I think is her
1: name. You know what she looks like? What's that? She looks like a female Hugo Weaving, you know, Agent Smith <laughs> from The Matrix.
0: <laughs> that's, that's true. Yes. Plus, I'm pissed you, you beat me to it. You made the, the Vigo joke on Twitter. Thank you. For Matt Smith, yes. uh, who plays Damien, and I was like, that, no, no, that's it's, the it, only Matt, thing I was thinking of.
1: God damn it. it. It's Matt Damien, actually.
0: Matt Damien. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was, God, I was so mad that you made that yes. joke before I had a chance to say anything. It's Thank like, you. he's so he's so true on
1: that. Yeah. And then The Witcher, too. I don't know if you watched The Witcher or, uh, or. Oh, yeah. Uh, they
0: all have the platinum blonde hair. Yeah. And the way they, they pull it back <laughs> like that. Right. Now, Matt Smith was, I think he played Doctor Who, did he? In yes. one of the Doctor Who series? Yeah.
1: Or Or Orlando Bloom. Looks like that. Yeah. Too. It's a common look.
0: Yeah, no, the guy who plays the king, King Viserys the Patty Paddy Con- Conside. I think that's how you say his name. He that's a first off. That's a cool name. I mean, who who names their kid Patty? Paddy, P A D D Y? But yeah, I think uh he plays a good like not a tortured soul, but somebody who's just not quite probably shouldn't be king, but he's king. What are you going to do about it? And then
1: there's Otto Hightower.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's quite the character too. Otto
1: Hightower, wasn't he in uh Police Academy? Bubba Smith? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yep. Yep. Bubba Smith is back yes. playing out of Hightower.
1: You know, I think uh, Prince uh, Matt Damien, Tigerian, you know who he should have been played by? Two Who's people. That? Two people. Jake Busey, Gary uh, Busey's son, or, okay. or Gordon Ramsay. That's what I'm seeing.
0: Gordon Ramsay, yes, for sure. Yes. Can you imagine? That, that would have changed the entire. Yes. <laughs> you call this a dragon drag? Yes. yes. Call the, yourself a dragon the, idiot. But Jake <laughs>
1: Busey, not enough people talk about Jake Busey. God, no, know.
0: not at all. Actually yes. I forgot he existed. That's how many times people yes. talk about him.
1: And why do they have to add more swords to the Iron Throne?
0: Because they wanna show you how dangerous it is. It's, it's, just, it's just this like, fucking king is like the, the most gluttiest king too. He keeps cutting himself I on know. the goddamn thing.
1: Well they should have yeah, they should have foam on there or something or clutter knives.
0: You yeah. know... <laughs> Because they the iron always yes. made of butter knives. Yes,
1: because they always uh, <laughs> be careful. It's serrated. They have a. Uh, they always got to add stuff like Star Wars. You know, they have the lightsaber, and they got to keep adding more lightsabers. It, that's kind of like that. Add more swords.
0: I mean, just like the whole room is. They should just call it the Iron Room. Yes, it's all made of swords.
1: It's kind of like Back to the Future. You know, it could be made of Delorean steel.
0: Oh, actually, I, I think it was vibranium. Is what mm. that. What they're all made out of?
1: Adamantium.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: yeah. I was it's, uh, I was a little bored with this episode. I watched the first episode.
0: Oh, you didn't watch the second well, one?
1: Apparently, I don't have HBO now. So, <laughs> so, so, so they, they let you watch one free episode. Yes,
0: gotcha. Well, I, I'll tell you this: you, you missed the best of the two episodes. All
1: right. I'll have to, the
0: second one was is the better of the two episodes.
1: Amazing friend, let me uh come over to your house and watch it.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Yes. So, yes, I enjoyed the first episode. That's all you need to get the gist of it.
0: It's the longest one so far, too. Yeah. It's only two episodes. <laughs> it's like an know. hour and five minutes. The second one's like 53 minutes.
1: Game of Thrones had all those other cool families, you know?
0: Yeah, nice. the Starks. Yes. Uh, um, House then, Atreides. Yep, House Atreides was good. Conan. Yep. Yes. Uh, they had the Momoas. Yes. Who, uh, was in it. So, yes. I can see all that.
1: The Lannisters though. I mean, you know you you think of the ultimate Tywin Lannister. So, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll try to watch the show but I don't know if they can get that powerful. You know, maybe they should have just did Game of Thrones part 2. What do you think? Just you know, maybe just keep the story
0: going after that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just take like the Hound and someone else and they move into, you know, they get an apartment in New York or something.
0: Oh, you know, they could put, like, the Hound in with, uh, I don't know, like, they'll just say Jamie Lannister, right? And then they could call it Booze and Buddies.
1: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I love Jamie Lannister. I was actually thinking, like, on uh, Seinfeld, they should have had uh, Kramer and Newman move into
0: a apartment in the Upper
1: East Side. <laughs> I'm serious. It would have been cool.
0: <laughs> that would have been funny. Yes. I think they should make uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. Seinfeld type series, and then in between scenes, I can just do the bop, bop,
1: bop, yes, you know, yeah. like a little
0: or popping ball, noise. Ball, oh, ball. Hell, that'd be, be awesome! Yeah, yeah.
1: They, uh, Bruce Hall from um, Mario Speedway again
0: could play the bass lines. <laughs> there you go. Now, what Maybe do you John think? Jon Snow could bust through the door. Yes. Go,
1: what are you doing, John? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm stressed. Yeah, so what, so what do you think? Do you think this show's going to be hit? Do you think it's going to?
0: it's gonna be a hit uh for the first season because everybody who loved game of thrones is gonna watch it but then the pressure will be on for season two because if they don't if they don't get any better than what they got then no one's gonna watch it hopefully they put more effort into this than the last season of game of thrones because from what i hear that was a disaster and so i can see this being a hit for the first season and then they have to i mean they're just gonna have to get better in the second season otherwise it'll it'll fizzle out pretty quick because I watched the first two episodes because of this podcast episode, and, and I don't know if I'll watch the other ones. But you know, my wife is watching this, so I guess I'll probably stay up with it because she's watching it. But, Did she enjoy it? You know, it was—it's kind of hard to to get gauge her because she's just—if she's really excited about something, she'll not really tell you she's excited about it. And she watched all of Game of Thrones she watched all of that she liked game of thrones but towards the end she was getting kind of tired of it too i mean if you see it this series you know you're not going to miss anything if you don't watch it so but if you're really you know hardcore game of thrones fans like i know a lot of people are they're gonna, they'll probably enjoy the first couple of, of uh, episodes so far so i just can't get over like the i don't know it, it's just weird you know it's a weird time back then when you're the king has to marry people, in houses are trying to give their daughters to kings. It's just like it's just kind of a creepy vibe sometimes. It just kind of puts me off a little bit.
1: Did you enjoy Lord of the Rings?
0: <laughs> the original three movies, yes, I did. I haven't watched the uh, new series on Prime yet, though.
1: So you do enjoy sword and sorcery, magic, that kind
0: of. Oh yeah, definitely. I love okay. that kind of stuff.
1: But you yep. you just didn't get into Game of Thrones.
0: No, I didn't. I just I don't know what it is, if it's just because there's, you know, like action and good stories are good. But sometimes, you know, they're just showing boobs to show boobs or they'll they'll show someone get an axe an ax to the face just to show an axe to the face. And, you know, that kind of just over the top stuff is is fine in spurts, but there is like a whole scene. Where it just for like five minutes, it was just an axe to the face, or a, an axe to the leg, or a sword in the gut. You know, or they're chopping hands off, or they're castrating people. It's just like, come on. It's like I get it. You know, show it. Just give me, give me a taste of it. But you don't have to keep going.
1: So, micro DJ Res. Yes. Let's, let's um, give a score out of five. What are you gonna pick? I'm gonna have you pick out of five. What are you gonna pick?
0: Uh, we're going to pick, uh, five dragon's eggs, stolen dragon's eggs. Uh, I'm giving this a three right now, three stolen dragon eggs. So what I watched,
1: you? I watched one episode. I'm giving it two Cadbury. I mean, two dragon <laughs> eggs.
0: All right. That sounds good. That's fair. Cause yes. you've only was the first one is not the best episode. Yes. The second one got a little better. Yes. So.
1: It was a little boring, but I get it. They got to set everything up.
0: Yeah, that's like the worst part of first episodes in any series you start watching. Is you know it's going to be slow, and you know they got to have to cram a lot of information. You know they got to do an origin if if it's a new story, and it's just like, oh my god, no, I just got to sh- get through this. They
1: should have had a cool cold opening, I think.
0: Like on uh, Saturday Night Live or something.
1: Like our YouTube episodes.
0: Oh, check out yeah, our YouTube like-
1: episodes. Yes. Someone on a telephone. Readings. Yes, or uh, James Bond movies. I used to always love that, where just get right into the action. Oh yeah, yep. Then he'd like, like go off a cliff, and the parachute <laughs> would open up, and then. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Or he'd get shot and fall off a train, and then he'd show up on an island. Nothing better with the girlfriend.
1: No, nothing better than James Bond movies. We should uh, rewatch some of those. Did you watch? We should them make all our or... own. Did you watch? The originals? Uh, I think I'm
0: caught up on all of them. The originals, like the ones with uh, Sean Connery, well, all of them.
1: Type originals, all of them: Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, View to a Kill.
0: I I really like got into it during the Timothy Dalton phase, and then the Pierce Brosnan, and then. So you didn't
1: you you didn't actually see the good ones? We're gonna have you watch those, Mike DJ Riz.
0: No, I think uh, which is. Uh... I don't think I've actually like sat down and watched like the Roger Moore and the Sean Connery ones. I should do that though.
1: You know, a lot of the purists don't like Roger Moore. I liked him. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed his work.
0: Yeah. Well then in Sean Connery, I mean, you can't go wrong with Sean Connery. He was good in everything he did.
1: Sure. Sure. Sean Connery. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I should have got Michael Caine to play James Bond in (laughs) at least one movie.
1: Oh, I should have. Can you do Michael Caine?
0: Uh, I can't. I really, I don't think I can. I think if you I put know, the glasses, same. On, you think so?
1: Yeah, if you put giant glasses,
0: on, you can do it. Let's <laughs> stick bottle coke glasses. Yes, yes. <laughs> or coke bottles, glasses, whatever you call it.
1: And if you enjoy Coke, make sure you watch a powerful YouTube channel. We do extreme amounts of Coke reviews.
0: Wow, good segue.
1: Yes. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this powerful episode where we talked about. Minnesota State Fair, powerful concert, Sticks and REO. I heard DJ Rez. How come Sticks never toured with the Rolling Stones? Sticks and Stones.
0: That's probably Some why. Something to think about.
1: It would have been powerful. Yeah. Can you imagine the posters, the t-shirts?
0: Oh, Sticks yeah. And Sticks and Stones. Yes. Yep. Powerful. Now I've seen both those bands, you know. It'd
1: be Sticks and Stones, the Bonebreaker Tour. Ooh. Come on. That's why it, this it is. It writes itself. This, no, I wrote it. It's, it doesn't oh. write itself. The most powerful podcast ever created, wrote it. Oh, okay. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this powerful episode. (laughs) We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere Find podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture Merge. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.